Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. The destiny. There's a destination that God has for you. God has prepared you to be with him. I believe that you are the, the sons and daughters of God. Amen. I believe that you have been called to the kingdom for a time such as this. I believe you've been called to this house. I sat back and I watched those who were here that have left, and I said, God, I'm not counting them off. For whatever reason that may have come into their life that has caused them to pull back and to stop, God, I ask you to strengthen them and help them to return to the fold before it's too late. So I'm not even giving up on those who have left. I'm believing, God, that when we go into our new land, that they'll get excited and they'll want to come back and see that we stayed put. All these things that I'm doing and I'm teaching on, and I'm seeing the repercussions of what I'm teaching on, and I'm seeing the, that everybody can't handle the word. It's where it will draw you or it will drive you. If you cannot handle me teaching you the truth about God's word, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at the word. Look at yourself. Because that word will not change. I'd rather for you to get mad at me and go out there and see the devil and come back and say, yep, I was wrong. Than for you to stay in here and you stand mad at me and you not see you're wrong. Amen? So I'm asking God, to, if, if, if you don't believe what I'm saying is true and you know that it's true, then I'm asking God, let you see what's going on out there in the world. So that you can repent before the last day. My desire is that your soul be saved. There was a guy in the church who was sleeping with his father's mother. And the Bible told him, you should have put this brother out the church, turned him over to Satan, so that in the day of the Lord, his spirit might be saved. In other words, put him out and let Satan have his way with him. He's going to see his wrong, then he's going to come back. Okay? So we can't stop everybody from leaving. We can't stop people doing their own thing. But what we can do is stand our ground and believe God that God is going to continue to bless us for standing our ground. Well, today what I want to talk to you about is not quitting. I told you last week, it's very, very easy to quit. I didn't want you to put it up there just yet. I was still setting the stage. It is hammer time. When I was listening, when I was listening, I was reading, I was studying the scripture, and God was calling it illegitimate, and he was talking about that. That song came to my mind again. I said, God, what is it? And it's just that. I wanted to give you a thought that you can take out of here with you so that you can see, and it can come back to your remembrance when you start being tested, when you start being tossed, when you start wanting to quit. How many of you ever felt like quitting? You felt like throwing in the towel. This ain't worth it. <laughs> Woo, this is not what I signed up for. This just ain't cutting it. This is not it. Somewhere, God, you missed it. And you want to quit. How many of you didn't quit? How many of you glad you didn't quit? You see, sometimes we go through things, people, and we begin to question our salvation. We question everybody around us and everything around us, and that's not a bad thing. When I get through with the scriptures today, I hope that you'll be able to see what God is saying so that you'll understand that we are definitely living in the last days. 
everything I've been telling you about, these things got to happen. God told us that they was going to happen. So there's no need of getting scared and running away from it. It's to see it and believe it. The Bible said, I told you these things, so when they happen, you might believe. God wants you to see. The, how many uh, have children? Uh-huh. How many see a little rebellion in them? The Bible said in the last days you're going to have rebellious children, disobedient to parents. Okay? That's a part of the signs that God has said that's going to happen in the last days. But not only that, this scripture right here that I have up there, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. No, and now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last time, some will turn away from the faith. You're going to depart from the faith. You're going to leave the true faith in God. Is it you? Are you the one? Will you turn from the faith? Will you stop believing in Jesus? Will you stop believing that he's going to bring you through this? Hmm. Are you one of the ones that the Holy Spirit was speaking about then the last time when you were so close to the finish line that you gave up, that you quit, that you called enough, enough, and you said it's not even worth it. When you turn away from the faith, you begin to follow deceptive spirits and doctrines of demons. The doctrine of a devil will tell you it ain't worth it. That God can't get you out of this. This is the way you've been. This is the way your mama was. This is the way your daddy is. You're fighting your daddy's demons. You may as well quit. Your daddy couldn't win this battle, and you can't win this battle. There is no hope for you in God. No, you didn't read the doctrine, but you listened to it. This is the doctrine that every devil tells you when you're going through, that you can't make it through this, that this is bad, that don't nobody know what you're going through. They don't understand. They hadn't been there. That God is punishing you. That God does not care. All these things are doctrines of devil when you start getting to a point. You know, when you're going, when you, everything's going fine, you don't have no problems. Same devil is out there. But when you get your back up against the wall, that rascal is slow, he is so low down that he'll come and kick you while you're down. So with all the questions that you asked me last week, I pose a question to you. What would make a person give up and fall away from the faith? What would cause you to fall? What is it? Then I came back and I answered a few questions. They're falling away, and these are the things that God put in my heart, because it seems to them that there's no help from God. How many of you are going through? Listen to me good. Listen to me good. Don't think that because you're going through, God is not with you while you're going through. Baby, a few of you all raise your hand up to say you're going through. Let me ask you a question. How many of you all been through? 
Baby, is more hands up now as a testimony of people who have made it through what you're going through. By their hands being up, it is a witness, a testimony to you that you too can make it through. I know it does not look good to you right now. I know it does not feel good to you right now. But it's God's way of making you examine yourself and see what's happening. They're being harassed by troubles and can't find their way out. They're looking for ways out. They're trying to borrow their way out. They're trying to do this and do that. I've been going, when I was going through, I was trying to go to banks, trying to get them to give me a loan. Couldn't go to my family because they didn't have no money. I, could, I mean, I, all these ways, I even thought about it. Stupid stuff. You know what? And I didn't even smoke dope. Didn't even care about dope. But I was thinking, you know what? If they selling dope, doing it, no, no, no. In a way, I'm going to jail. So, you know, I always would process stuff like that. But I realized that my only help and hope was in God. Now, watch this. I had to recalculate my position. I had to step back, and that's what some of you all not willing to do. Your pride won't let you humble yourself, which is the real reason why you might be in this situation, your pride. So I had to humble myself, step back, okay, recalculate, put myself in a position where I could fight. I couldn't hold on to my apartment. I had to release that thing and let it go. I moved in with my mother-in-law. Why? Because I was recalculating everything, but yet staying focused on God. Never lost my focus on God was doing something in my life that was necessary for me to recalculate. Have any of you all ever saw a lion? A lion is, is one of those step fighters. He understands that his prey is quick and fast. So when he's sneaking up on that lion, upon his prey. He may step forward, but he's keeping his eyes focused. Something may change. He'll step backwards. But he's keeping his eyes focused because he's looking at his prey. But he's focused and he's calculating. He's calculating. And when the time comes, he can pounce on his prey. Baby, you're going to have to recalculate yourself. You're going reha- to have to look back on your life and see what the heck is going on. While you're in this position, you got to rethink it. Keep your eyes on Jesus, but rethink it. Because all this ain't the devil. Mm-hmm. All this stuff you're going through is not the devil. And if it is, he had to get permission. Some of this stuff is you. Watch this. Because the devil got you tripping, harassing you with all trouble. You can't find your way out. So now you're becoming hostile towards God. And you take it out on the church. Forget going to church. It ain't helping me no way. Where are those thoughts coming from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch this. You can leave the church but you can't leave discipline. Listen to me good. You might leave the church, 
But if you're his child, you can't leave discipline. He's going deli- to discipline you wherever you go. And some of you all go from church to church to church, and you're still finding discipline. Because you belong to him. You are legitimately his child. So he's going to follow you wherever you try to run. You can't get away from it. Why? Because you belong to him. You are his. And you can go to every church in the city and in the nation. And he's there. So what you running from? I say you need to run to him. So I ask the question, can this thing be God's doing? Could it be that we are being disciplined by God for the things that we are doing that he will not stamp his approval on. Pastor, I don't believe God would do something like that. I don't believe that would happen. Can you prove it with the scripture? Yes, I can. Brother Obama can say, yes, I can. I can say, yes, I can. Hebrews chapter 12. Watch this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. You know what everybody looking at? How many of you got jobs? How many of you know that people know there's something different about you? They know that you are Christians. They know that you're Christ-like. These people are watching you. They are looking at how you handle it because you're supposed to have a life of faith. So they're watching how you handle yourself. The first time you cuss somebody out, the first time you still pick up something that don't belong to you, the way you act a fool, you come in late, leaving early, all that stuff is not a life of faith. But yet and still, you're surrounded by these folk, and they're watching how you live your life. It's very important that you understand what God is saying. So since these people are watching you live this life of faith, you can't, you can't choke under pressure. You can't quit. You can't give up. We talked about the Sunday class that came up, and I was like, wow, God, really? You're saying this now? I thought I was just going to say it in service, in the, in the teaching. There are some people who didn't even realize people were watching them. People who were stronger in faith than what they were. But they didn't realize that people was learning a lesson from their life. See, baby, you're not just going through for you. God is trying to show somebody else that if you can make it, then they can make it. See, see, watch this. The miracle that God's performing in your life, it just wasn't for you. <laughs> there were some other people watching you, and God said, I'm going to do it through them. I'm going to show them that I can take them a whole year without having a job. Matter of fact, not only am I going to take them, they're going to live better that year than they were living with a job. God's trying to use you and your circumstance to teach other people who've been watching you. And once they see you going through it, they say, you know what? I ain't going to say nothing. They might not come and pat you on the shoulder and say, girl, I admire you for your strength. Man, you are doing good. They might not say that. But inside of them, they say, you know what, God, help me have that faith. Help me to endure. Stop thinking that you're living your life to yourself. 
Baby, other people watch you. How you keep your marriage together? How you keep your sanity when everybody else acting a fool? When your husband running over here and doing over there and doing that, how you keep focused? How you still loving Jesus when you're going through hell? People watching you, baby. Oh, they told me to stop saying baby. I'm sorry. But y'all know I ain't got but one baby, and I got a baby girl. So I just, instead of calling y'all name, I just say baby. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing fun about that, all right? Y'all be surprised at, at what people, how people critique you when you get put up here. All right? Everything you say get to be intimate. <laughs> really? I think y'all just lonely. <laughs> all right. Let me go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, whoever been saying that I'm being affectionate to them by calling them baby, I apologize to you, all right? I love you. Uh-oh. I mean, with the love of the Lord, all right? Let's get back to the scriptures. All right, here we go. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trip us up. Baby, all of you got something that you can just lay down. There ought to be some stuff that you're just not going to do anymore. You ain't got to pray about this one. You ain't got to ask for deliverance. You just got to lay it down. You just got to stop doing it. You are hindering the faith of other people because you can't put your mess down. This big old weight, everybody see you carrying it. You're not a stranger. They see something where you got something. You're carrying this big old thing. You think they don't know it? I look like a fool walking around with this. Well, why don't you? Why are you walking around with that big old speaker? You can see this. <laughs> you, you, you see, I'm carrying this speaker. Um, yeah. And what God is saying: Stop being the fool. Lay it down. Lay it down. You have deceived yourself. Listen to a doctrine of a devil telling you can't nobody see it. They see it. You think they don't know it? Baby, that's you. You've been deceived. So that stuff, you ought to be able to lay it down, especially that they so easily trip you up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. He's getting ready to give you some instructions. I've been giving you instructions all this time about how to live this life, how to prepare for your assignment, how to get ready for some stuff, how to get your flesh in alignment. He's going to give you some instructions on how to do it. The people who came through some struggles, this is how you came through it. You might not know it, but this is how, I, how you got through it. And not only did you get through it, but you learned that he's the one who brought you through it. That's why you're here today. Nobody gets that glory. Nobody will be able to, baby, listen to me. There's some things that you're going to go through in life where nobody won't be able to get that glory. But God. But God. You're going to turn to your family, and they're going to only help you for so long. And then you're going you're gonna to dwindle all their finances, and they won't have any finances to come. It'll be a time when they can't help you. People that you know got money are going to stop lending you money. God's going to allow it to happen 
so that he's the only somebody going to get the glory for bringing you out. Mm-hmm. So don't get mad at your loved ones. Don't get mad at the church. Don't get mad at other folks when they can't help you out. Why? Because you have a deliverer, and his name is Jesus. He is the Savior. Not Mama them, not Puka them, not Ray Ray, not Jim, not June Book, none of them. God wants you to know Jesus. So here you go. He started telling you this. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. The champion who initiates and perfects our faith. When you're going through and you can keep your eyes on what God's saying, he's perfecting your faith. And people looking at you like, how in the heck are they going through that? Man, I would have been and left him. I would have been and left her. There's no way I would have put up that. But their eyes are not on the battle. Their eyes is on the victory. Some of you all looking so hard at the battle that you fight that you can't see Jesus. You're looking at so many circumstances. And the devil is telling you that this is getting ready to happen. That's going to happen. That. Well, baby, as the song says, look beyond the break. Look beyond what's going on right now. And keep your eyes on Jesus, on what he promised you. You hear me? Your, your marriage don't have to be destroyed. Look beyond that and see when this fool come to their senses. That's too heavy. Okay. All right. You do this by keeping your eyes on Jesus, the champion and initiator of your, and perfecter of your faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, the King James said, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. You know why you're about to give up? You don't have no joy set before you. you don't, you've forgotten the promise. You forgot what he said. Talk to some of these folks in here who hung on to their marriage. Talk to some of these folks who hung on and kept believing in their, and, and, and what God's going to do for their kids, who believe that God's going to perfect everything that concerns them. Talk to some of these people, and you'll start getting your faith built back up. The devil's been trying to tear your faith down, and you let them do it. Jesus is the one who's perfecting your faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. You'll be able to endure once you know this, disregarding the shame. Some of you got that, that thing right there. That's why some of y'all marriage fail. Shame. Because they did this, or he did that, or she did that, you feeling ashamed. And when you get around folk, girl, I wouldn't put up with that. Girl, that's why I left my husband. Mm -hmm. And that's why you... Girl, I ain't lonely. I go on cruises all the time by myself. <laughs> I was just in the Bahamas by yourself. I'm sorry. Hold on. Listen. I know. Oh, Lord Jesus, Lord, help me. Listen, I'm not saying you cannot go to the Bahamas and enjoy yourself by yourself. I'm not saying that. But most of the people, when they hear that, they think about, you know, being able to share that joy with somebody else. And you may be that type that you're okay being by yourself, and that's good. Just don't encourage nobody else to divorce their husband so they can go on a trip with you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some of you just getting this on it. Okay. Now he's seated in a place of honor 
besides God's throne. But see, you don't know how he got there. Some of y'all are Christians, but you don't know the truth about Jesus. You don't know the truth. You don't know what it cost him. You think salvation is free. The devil is a lie. Jesus gave up everything. He gave up being God. And I know that's too big of a thing for you to phantom, but I'm going to hit you with a little something. Now, I believe that you can see in the spirit. Right now, we can't see spirits because we're, we're, our eyes are not enlightened so that we can see them. But Elijah, eyes prayed that the young lad's eyes be opened. He saw angels. He saw spirits. He saw chariots of fire. He saw in the spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit is a person. I believe Jesus is a person. I believe God's a person. Just my belief that when I get to heaven, I'm going to see God the Father. I'm going to see Jesus. And I'm going to see the Holy Spirit. I believe that Jesus' throne is right beside the Father. Oh, now it's really messing you up. There's one God. Yep, there's one God having the ability to manifest himself in the three persons. Guess what? When Jesus manifested himself in three persons and they came and started creating man, guess what? Man going to sin. Somebody got to die. And Jesus said, I'll do it. i give up my rights to be God. He gave up every right to be God and became a human being. And you tell me your salvation is free? When God had to stop being God just for you? Mm-hmm. He gave up being God, and God said, because of what you did, come up here. Your throne is right here beside mine. Now, at the name of Jesus, everybody better bow. Because of what you did and what you gave up, every knee shall bow, and every tongue going to confess that you God. You still God. I'm giving it back to you. Everything that you love, here it is. Okay, anyway. That's, that's, that's some teaching that you probably ain't been used to, so I'm not going to get too much into that. But I'm trying to tell you, stop trying to make everything. And look, remember when I gave you the analogy of, of the three flashlights? When they all come together, it's just one big light? When you do see that throne, I believe the glory is going to be so bright, you can't tell what's there. All three of them being manifested at the same time, you can't see but oneness. Anyway, that's too deep. Okay, let me keep going. Because y'all going to say, he's teaching doctrine of devils. All right. <laughs> Keeping your eyes on Jesus, the champion and initiator of our faith, and perfect of our faith because of the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and now he's seated at the place of honor beside God's throne. Next verse. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Baby, there's some people going to talk about you. They're going to talk about you because you're going through they're going to talk about you when you come out. So people are going to talk about you. You're not going to get away from people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Watch this. When you start thinking about all that Jesus went through, baby, you ain't going through all that. So don't become weary and give up because you're just going through. After all, you have not yet given your lives to struggle against sin. You had not died to sin. You ain't given your life for that. I'm going to speed up a little bit. Have you forgotten? 
the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline. Don't make light of the Lord's discipline. And don't give up when he corrects you. Some of you all are just going through discipline. Some of you are being corrected. All the hell you're going through, you know you act a fool. You know that. Did you think you were going to get away? If you whoop your own child when they mess up, what do you think about God? He done told you not to do this. He done told you to do that. He done told you not to go astray, but you did it anyway. So what do you think? That you want to know how to pay for this? Baby, you belong to him. You're his child. So he's going to discipline. He's going to whoop your tail. Some of y'all are getting whipped right now. Right here, right now, your butt is getting whipped. I don't see the lashes, but oh, you feel them. You feel them. Mm-hmm. So I want you to get straight. Stop blaming everything on the devil when some of the stuff God just letting you pay for what you've been through, for what you've been doing wrong. So don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplined those he loves. And he punished each one he accepts as his child. Just think about it. Because I'm tired of fussing with you about how you've been living. I'm tired of trying to convince you that what you're doing is wrong. What I'm going to do is get out of the way. I remember once when my dear was trying, I don't know who that she was trying to whoop. Maybe it was me getting whooped and somebody stepped in the way. But anyway, my dear didn't care. My dear started swinging that elbow switch, and anything that got in the way got hit. It was no such thing as child abuse. Mm-hmm. So when she whipped you, you put your arm in the way, your arm got hit. Whatever you put in the way, oh, you hit me on my ear. Get your ear out the way. I wasn't aiming that high, but since you're going to duck it under, there you go. Some of you all going to get whipped because you're trying to stop God from whooping somebody else. This is going to be very, very hard, what I'm getting ready to tell you. But that little child that you love so much, they're grown. You're going to have to let them do their own thing. But you're going to have to trust in the God. And when they do wrong, God's going to whoop their butt. And if you run and try to rescue them, he's going to whoop your butt. You've got to grow up and let God be God. You cannot be their Savior. So many of you right now have the Messiah syndrome. You think you're God. No, they grown, baby. They were grown, they grew up in your house, and they started making their own rules in your house. That was the signal that they were ready to establish their own. When they made their rules in your house. So you got to go let them meet their God. I mean, think about it. He's a better parent than you. 
Don't you trust him? Your mama turned you over to God. Mm-hmm. You're not so bad. You're still bad, but you're not so bad. Next verse. So never give up. Watch this. Here it comes. Too legit. Too legit to quit. As you endure this divine... (laughs) I got my background with me today. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you... Watch this. Do you hear this? Baby, you're going through some stuff right now. Dog, pastor, this got to be the devil. It might be, but God letting him. But why would he let him? Because he's been telling you to stop it. He's been telling you, he's been warning you to get out of it. Don't do it. But you hardhead. And he can only tell you so many times before he says, okay, devil, get him. But he got him on a leash. So as you endure this divine discipline, divine discipline, divine, don't feel divine, does it? But it is divine discipline. Remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, how many of his children? All of his children. How many of y'all ever got whooped by God? Mm-hmm. No, he didn't step out of heaven. He used somebody in his earth. And I'm going to tell you, Ford Motor Credit whooped me real good. <laughs> Ford Motor Credit was an instrument used by God to whoop my tail. And they whooped me real good. Okay? Anyway. All right. If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means you are illegitimate. If God lets you get away with this, you may not be his. I'll set up straight. If God let you get away with what you're doing, you are none of his. Now, that's scary. Because I know I'm a child of God. I know I am. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. He pitied my every moan. If he let you get away with this one, you don't belong to him. You're illegitimate. You belong to the devil. There's only two fathers out there. And if you don't belong to Jesus... You belong to the devil. And God's not whooping the devil's children. You know what you need? You need discipline. Not so much as you need deliverance. You need discipline. Some of this stuff you can just stop doing, baby. You can just stop doing it. Oh, I need to get rid of from lust. Really? Really, you need to get delivered from lust. Mm-hmm. God's been trying to deliver you. You know what he's going to send you? Open rebuke. Open rebuke is better than secret love. 
Y'all don't know all this, and I wish I had time to give it to you, but the bottom of the scripture says judgment begins here with us first. Amen. We know these are the last days. We know that judgment is coming upon the world, but baby's coming to us first. My job as your pastor try to get you to get some sense about what's going on. There's a reason why stuff is happening in your life. Stop blaming it on God. You're your own worst enemy. You just got to get you some. You just got to do that. You just got to get you some marijuana. Oh, I'm sorry, cannabis? Not marijuana anymore. They corrected me on that one. <laughs> Please, it's not marijuana. What is it? It's cannabis. Okay. You're going to kind of get your butt whipped by it. Silliness. You're supposed to be Christ-like. You're supposed to be Christian. And you're tripping. You think God's not going to take offense? You want people to feel sorry for it. Aren't you tired of everybody having to always give you something? Aren't you tired of everybody always having to give you handouts? There's a reason why people always have to do this for you. Look at how you live it. And I'm not, listen, I'm not calling any names out. I'm telling you, it's the same way God told Cain. If you do what's right, you too will be accepted. You too will be blessed. If you just do what's right. Well, pastor, I'm being blessed and I'm still doing my own thing. I want you to mark that. You know what? I don't know how much room you need. But you better try and make some space. Because when my mama would tell me, I'm going to whoop you. And it was just water off a duck's back. One day it rained. I almost tore that house up. There wasn't enough room in that house for me and her boat. And I was running, trying to throw over stuff, trying to slow her down and everything, trying to get away from jumping over chairs and everything. Mm -hmm. Trying to get away from it. And I could not. I know the old woman could move that fast. She said something to God, at the same time whooping me. God, give me strength to beat this boy's butt. <laughs> Some prayers I didn't know you could pray. <laughs> give you you gonna pray to God to give you strength to whoop my tail? And he did it too, boy. <laughs> so anyway, if God doesn't discipline you for what you're doing wrong. As he does all of his children, I've got whooped before too. It means that you are illegitimate and not really his child, his children at all. Since we respect our heavenly father who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirit who lives forever? Our earthly father disciplined us in a few years, for a few years, doing the best I knew how. You've done all the best you know how to discipline your children. You did the best you could do. But God's discipline is always good for us. You hear that? What you're going through, baby, is good for you. David said, David messed up more than all of us. He said, it was good that I was afflicted because you have taught me your ways. God trying to teach you something. Some of you who are stealing don't steal no more. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. This stuff has consequences. While Heavenly Father disciplined us for, uh, for a few years, Doing the best they knew how. But God is always, is always good for us. 
so that we might share in his what? Holiness. He's whooping our tail so we're going to learn how to walk upright. I don't want to get away with that crazy stuff no more. I don't want to sneak around no more. I don't want to sneak around my wife. I don't want to. I don't want to do that stuff. I don't want to. You know, I, I just don't want to do it. When do you not want to do it? I don't know, but I just don't want to no more. Amen. Might be all them lashes that I got, but I just don't want to do it. Amen. No discipline is. Oh, you're not going to enjoy this. <laughs> you're not going to enjoy this. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It is what? Painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of what? Right living for those who are trained in this way. When God gets through with you, you're going to straighten up and act right. When you get tired of these whippings that's getting ready to come into church, you're going to straighten up and fly right. You hear me? So watch what he says. Take a grip, a new grip with your tied hands. Uh-huh. You about to give up, you about to quit, you want to throw in the towel, you want to get out of the marriage, you want to get out of this, you want to quit the job, you want to run off somewhere, you want to do this. Say, take another grip with your tied hands. And strengthen your weak knees. Make a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. You get your, your weak hands straight, your weak knees straight, so some other folks who are watching you need to be strengthened. If you can stop right now and get your marriage together, if you can stop right now and get yourself together, that the people who are watching you will get encouragement and want to fight the fight that they're going through. Does it make sense to you? People are watching you. They're seeing how you handle things. And if you get your little act together and come through this storm, they'll come through too. I know time is out. I left my watch at the house, so I just got to give you this one more scripture. Well, one more passage. First Peter 4 and 12 through 19. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through. As if something strange was happening to you. Instead, be very glad. For these trials make you, make you partners with Christ in his suffering. What is Peter saying? He's saying... Don't think it's strange the stuff that you're going through now. Stop letting the devil play pity pause with you and think that you're the only somebody who's going through this. Some of this stuff is your fault. Okay? All right? And God has took other people through it too. All of us been through it, baby. All of us been whipped. Fire a trial will tear your tail up. It makes you grow up. It makes you mature. You thought we just became mature because we got older? No, baby. No, child. No person? That's not how you become mature. You become mature when he starts whooping your tail and you start learning some correction, some discipline. That's how you get mature. And what you're going through right now is just a maturing phase. 
Because the stuff you did, you say, Lord, if you ever get me out of this one. All right. For these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing him seeing his glory when he reveals it to all the world. That's a whole lot. If you are in watch this. If you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will what? Be blessed. For the glory spirit of God rests upon you. But if you suffer, he finna tell you how some people are suffering. However, it must not be for murder. He's talking about you killing nobody. But if you hate your brother, your sister, you're a murderer. If you're in here and you know somebody that you just don't like, mm-hmm, all right, a murderer. Stealing. How many of y'all are stealing? Or just making trouble. You love making trouble. You messy, in other words. Or prying into other people's affairs. Busybody. Gossipers. This will bring trouble in your life, and God will whoop your tail because you are a busybody. You're always talking about other people. You always get into other people's business. That's where we get judgmental. You and your partner, your friend, whoever, y'all get together and y'all start talking about it. So, God, I'm going to whoop your tail for that. Yep, some of y'all straightening up right now. But it is no shame to suffer being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called, his, being called by his name. Watch this. For the time has come for judgment. We see everything going on in the world now. Everything that's happening. Antichrist is showing up. The churches are talking about one faith, coexisting. I'm sorry, but I cannot coexist with the Muslim. We don't serve the same God. The lesbian community, I cannot coexist because we got different beliefs. You believe it's okay to marry the same sex? I don't. So we can't come in agreement. Well, can't we just love each other? Yeah, I love you, but I'm not going to agree with you. And at some point, we're going to fall out with each other because there's disagreement. So judgment, praise God for the privilege we're called for. The time has come for judgment, and it must begin with God's household. It must begin where? With us. In this household. So I'm telling you, get out of your stuff and get out of it quick. If judgment begins with us, what terrible fate await those who have never obeyed God's good news? What is he saying? What terrible fate await those who won't accept Jesus as Lord? You're you missing it. Remember what I told you, all that he gave up? And now God sees him right beside him and says, in the name of Jesus, every knee must bow, every tongue must confess that you, Lord. What faith awaits those who refuse to make him Lord? After all God has said and all God that, that Jesus has done, you mean to tell me you're going to wait to the end, stand before God, and have accepted this? What terrible fate awaits you? That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. What terrible fates await those 
who have never obeyed God's good news. You never obeyed Jesus, you're in for some trouble. And also, if the righteous are barely saved, what happens to the godless sinner? Man, if I'm barely making it in, and I'm standing before you, I'm a preacher, <laughs> and I'm getting in by the skin of my skin, skin, skin. Man, what about them? So if you're suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what, what is right and trust your lives to the God who created you, who will never leave you nor fail you. Get a Lord a hand clap and pray. Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.